Welcome to Gun Monkeys Nation with your host Josh and Anthony coming to you from Southern Maryland. Where we bring to you everything Gun Monkeys Nation, including interviews with small businesses and local heroes. So sit back and enjoy the show. No coughing in the mic, please. It's <laughs> a little COVID again. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to our Wednesday, Friday, Friday, Friday afternoon. <laughs> I don't know what day it is. <laughs> it's Friday somewhere right around Friday, Friday afternoon podcast, man. Ah, yo, COVID. <clears throat> you feeling okay? Mm-mm. Dying. Well, besides that, you feeling okay? Yeah, yeah other than that. <laughs> so, welcome. I think this is number nine. This is definitely Podcast a, number nine. I think so, yeah. This is definitely a new record for us, at least for time in between them. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Just keep yeah. it going, you know? We don't even have to make a New Year's resolution now. <laughs> Move on to something else. But, uh, so, we got a lot to go through today. Um, today, we have a special guest, and... Our special guest is going to be Rocco from Camp Heroes. Um, he's going to be sitting down with us talking about Camp Heroes and uh, his organization Hero. and himself. He's Camp Hero. Rocco's yeah. a good dude. So a uh, little bit of history with uh, Gun Monkeys and Rocco and Camp Heroes. We met him through WLS when we were at the Save the 22 event. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he's a uh, uh, Navy veteran, just like myself. Uh, former police officer, really good guy. So uh, we're lucky to have him on here. He does some great stuff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, give a shout out to our sponsors. Right. First, we got Gun Monkeys Armory, if you never heard of them. I love those guys. <laughs> yeah. Supplying America with all their firearm needs. Located in Southern Maryland, it's a little so specific, and online at shop.gmarmory.com. Our second sponsor is Firearms Training Incorporated. So they're Southern Maryland's leader in firearms training. Uh, registered today at FTIgun.com. That's Foxtrot Tango India Gun.com. And uh, they'll get your HQL training and your Maryland permit to carry, along with Virginia permits, Florida permits, uh, and your DC permits too, because DC is shall issue. That's a lot more than you type down. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's ad lib, man. Ad lib. And uh, next we got Pure Tech, providing quality IT for businesses of all sizes. Uh, we use them. There's a lot of local companies that use them. Check them out online at puretech.pro. Big and small. And then we have a new sponsor. Who's that? What? Whiskey and Whitetail. Yeah. Never heard of them. Yeah. What's her name again? <laughs> Love so, those guys. Um, our new sponsor is uh, Whiskey and Whitetail. They are building a community that has some amazing potential and are looking for some solid people to build the foundation on their Patreon. You can seriously find them anywhere, even ask Siri or Google to play Whiskey and Whitetail, and it'll pull up their podcast. 
um, which their podcast is awesome. Uh, you can also head over to their website, whiskeyandwhitetail.com, pick up an early Christmas gift for the whiskey drinker and or hunter in your life that is impossible to buy for. Uh, you can use gun monkeys. Well, you can use code gun monkeys at checkout to save 20%. How about that? Man, that's a, that's a lot, man. Twenty percent. Yeah, code we gun made, monkeys. We made um, the. Uh, uh, what you were gonna do? We made the. Um, Pay no attention smoked... to the man behind the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You're throwing me off, man. So we made their smoked old fashions. Uh, last go around. Last podcast, yeah. Last podcast that we had. So, without further ado, we got Rocco. Can you hear us? hey what's going on guys what's going on man hey up, man? i'm digging the shirt yeah that's a nice shirt i found it at the goodwill over here you got a killer deal <laughs> yeah. yeah so like um, yeah. like anthony like anthony was saying that uh we met rocco in south carolina and it's strange our paths have kind of slowly started across again um i've been I've been keeping in touch that with uh, Matt from Whiskey and Whitetail, and we sponsor. We're one of the sponsors for the upcoming Sniper Unknown Challenge, and so is Camp Hero. And slowly, our paths have been drawing together through Whiskey and Whitetail back. So <laughs> I thought it was a perfect time to, you know, bring him on and be able to give him a chance to talk about himself and uh, Camp Hero. Yeah, most definitely. I appreciate you guys having me. No problem. So, uh, can you give us like a little background of uh, yourself? Uh, I know Anthony. I mentioned you're in the Navy, and you're also law enforcement. Sure. Um, I was in the Navy. Um, I actually ended up becoming disabled and retired in the Navy. Um, I healed up from that and uh, became a police officer in Shepherdsville, Kentucky. Uh, after about almost seven years of being a police officer, I was on a traffic stop, July third, twenty sixteen. And I had pulled over a wanted felon. And uh, during the course of the traffic stop, <clears throat> when I was trying to arrest her, I ended up becoming lodged between her and her steering wheel uh, with her door open while trying to get her out of the car. And uh, she floored it and uh, dragged me about 60 feet uh, with the bottom half of my body hanging out, made a right-hand turn. Um, I came out of the door, rolled, hit the curb with my neck, and ran over my legs. I ended up jumping up and uh, running to my car and going after her, but it was in the middle of the night and it was raining and she ended up pulling behind the building. I didn't see her. Uh, it went about a mile down the road, uh, felt tightening up and pain in my upper back. So I pulled over. Uh, I ended up uh, having to go to the hospital that night. They caught her two days later, but they originally thought I just had upper back strain and I went back to work that next week, starting uh, with physical therapy. And uh, after about a month of physical therapy, uh, everything started hurting worse. So they ended up doing an MRI and found I had multiple herniated discs in my neck and back. And um, from then on, it just uh, got worse. Um, the lady that ran me over, she ended up getting 40 years in prison. Mm. And uh, I medically retired uh, June of 2017. And going through that process and finding that I was have to be forced to medically retire again. It seemed like I would, I'd lost my identity. Uh, became just, I was actually suicidal. Um, looking up ways to try to kill myself, where you know people would still be able to get my life insurance money. Um, and finally, I was like, I can't. You know, there's got to be another way. So I ended up 
finding re reaching out and getting mental health help. And then also found an organization called uh, Kentucky Wounded Heroes. Uh, I did all kinds of searches for um, places that help first responders that were injured in the line of duty, and I couldn't find hardly anything. Kentucky Wounded Heroes is one of the very few in the whole nation. And um, I went to on a deer hunt with them. And being in the outdoors, being surrounded by a bunch of other veterans and first responders, I actually felt like I was part of something again. And uh, I saw how much it helped me, and I started bringing other wounded, you know, officers all from all over the country here to Kentucky to participate with Kentucky Wounded Heroes and became part of their staff, volunteer staff. Um, in 2019, my wife and I were able to purchase 160 acres in Jackson County, Kentucky. It was just southeast of Lexington in the uh, foothills of the Appalachian Mountains, and I started Camp Hero. Um, as soon as I went down there, I knew, realized it was a special place. Um, you automatically calm and at ease down there. It's just You could just feel it was just quiet. All you hear is nature and all you see is nature. So um, I knew I had to share it with others. And I started Camp Hero. And uh, my dream of being able to host other wounded veterans and first responders and allowing me to still continue serving um, has taken off since then. Yeah, because you actually just had... Um had an event last week, I believe. Yeah, that's correct. I um, hosted, uh, last year it actually started, I, I reached out to When Life Sucks Foundation. I saw they were up here hunting in Kentucky at an outfitter. And um, I said, hey, I just brought this property here. You guys want to come hunt out here? And uh, one thing, there's a lot of really good uh, organizations out there that are already well-established, well-funded but there's not very many organizations that have a location. And since I have a location, I'm able to help partner with these organizations and host them. Um, not only with the 100 acres now, but I've also at least another 1800 acres. So hmm. we have over 2000 acres total of private property that we can access and hunt or hike or camp or four, you know, ride four wheelers or whatever. And, um, so yeah, this last weekend, uh, they came up again, along with uh, Whiskey and Whitetails came up and uh, we had a veteran, early season veteran hunt and Patrick was able to kill a nice buck. Um, there was a couple other bucks that is fine. I've got, so, I got several cellular cameras out there and every single time that the people weren't hunting there, the deer were out there all during the day, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's um, how it goes. So, you know, we were playing playing hide and seek with deer you know the, during the tire uh but it was a good time and uh you know helped you know create you know stronger bonds with the people I already knew and helped develop you know lifelong friendships with the ones i just met and um, that's the main goal of you know camp heroes to have people come out there you don't have to worry about your day-to-day -day stress your your issues that you deal with all the time and uh just be able to fellowship and heal the outdoors yeah. And I, I mean, it's, I mean, even, you know, I, I think a lot of people that they don't realize that sometimes you need, you know, to get away from things and going out in, in nature and just sitting out there, even if you don't see any deer or anything, but I mean, just the quiet and the peacefulness just to kind of let your mind rest. Um, do you guys, do you have um, opportunities for people that may not be hunters to bring them out and maybe introduce them to that or, you know, just a chance to get away. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've told people if I could have someone there 
every single day of the year, I'd be happy um, because I know how beneficial it is just to be out there. Um, I'm currently working with the uh, Kentucky State EMS Board. I partnered with them, and we've created a mental, creating a mental health program to do studies and scientific studies that have shown that just being out in nature uh, completely helps your mental health as far as symptom, PTSD, symptoms, depression, anxiety, and everything else. And um, especially now with dealing with COVID and everyone being locked up and being inside, being outside, I mean, they, they constantly, you, you can search, you know, outside and nature and uh, mental health and people are telling you, they're saying, hey, you need to get outside and get out in nature. And, um, you know, they're just being out there, you know, like I have, I've had a, a police officer in Chicago last year um, during their had all the riots and stuff. He had worked for several months straight and he got a hold of me. He's like, hey, can I come down there for a weekend? You know, just bring my wife down there just to get away. So sure. He just came down there and uh, everything down there is on a code. So I don't even have to be there to unlock it. If someone want to go down there and just hang out and camp and, you know, enjoy nature, I just tell them what the code is for the gate, for the, you know, for the barn to get into the to, to, to the ATVs, to the cabin, everything's got a code on it. So they just go down there, do their thing, and that's it. And uh, it doesn't cost anything. I don't, I don't charge anyone anything. Um, 501c3, all volunteer. We have no paid people. So everything's funded through donations and sponsors. Um, and so far, we've got, been able to get some good sponsors and some good donations. Um, but we have a good uh, fundraiser event coming up later this month that will help be able to fund next year and more things we want to do next year. That's awesome, man. Uh, you know, Josh and I are both first responders. Uh, we've been doing it pretty much our whole lives. And then I was in the military. So we know we know the uh, the effects that, you know, the job has on people. And uh, it means a lot what you guys are doing. So I really appreciate it. In, uh, in February, last February, I took a little sabbatical, man. Job was, you know, it was getting the best of me. And I took my dog and we just went up to a cabin for just rolled out. I was like, I got to go and just hung out in the woods for a couple of days, man. And it was great. Came back clear minded, refreshed and a lot, a lot less stress. No, I know it. And what's good for me is, you know, I live in Lexington, that property's out there. It's, it's about an hour away and I go out there days a week and, you know, I'll just go down there and take my dogs down there. And, um, it's, if you're charged, I mean, that's what you do. You just go out there. And I just sit, you know, and just listen to nothing, observe, you know, everything that's going on around you that you actually miss out on, um, you know, in the fast paced life of every day. And um, when, you, when you're out in nature and, you can, and you're unplugged and you're not messing with your phone, you can actually enjoy and see what's going on around you. There's so much more going on and there's so much, you know, the world is so complex, it's out in nature and you can see every little piece you know, plays its part and it, you know, it allows you just to, you know, like you said, decompress and, you know, take the pressure of, you know, everyday issues that, you know, we deal with. Yeah. And, um, you were saying you're talking about the, the mental health and, uh, I talked to you about earlier, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to see that, um, you know, from a first responders aspect and, you know, Anthony being a veteran, but just all in general that it's being addressed and it's, you know, we're kind of getting past the culture of, you know, just man up and, you know, you don't have to talk to anybody. Like 
it it's being addressed and there's given you know people are given the opportunity to talk about it and you know even just talking to somebody you know like or just going out in the woods but there's there's things for people and resources you know now and i think it's growing more and more just across the country oh yeah yeah, it's yeah. Not just... and you know that that was the biggest thing is a lot of people didn't want to address whenever they have mental health issues because they were afraid they didn't want to lose their job and um they didn't want to appear weak and uh now you know there's a lot more people not more organizations and agencies are starting to allow you know where you can seek help for mental health they don't have to notify the agency mm-hmm. and i think that's helped out a lot and uh but you know, a good majority of first responders are type A type people, and they think they can fix everything. And if there's an issue that they can take care of it themselves. So a lot of, you know, people are there, they don't really want to seek that help and or if they're offered that help, they don't want to take it. And um, that's one of the reasons we started, uh, I started working with the, the EMS board to start this. It's called the Nature Immersion Program. And uh, it's like a mental health program that's kind of outside the box where it, we're going to host first responders out there. Just pretty much, it's like, you know, just come on, let's get together and, you know, you know, learn bushcraft, you know, you know edible plants, medicinal plants, you know, fire starting, um, going to have uh, axe throwing stuff out there just where they can be with a bunch of other people, you know, cut up. And, but you're about in nature, so you get to relax. And then there'll also be a, be a mental health professional there, but they're gonna be involved and they won't know them as anyone else other than staff to start off with, but then they'll step up and be like, hey, if anyone needs anything, here's who I am, here's what I do. And, uh, you know, I'm here for you. But they're gonna be involved. If, they're, if we're making fires, they're gonna be making fires. If we're repelling down rocks, they're gonna be repelling down rocks. So. That way, it'll gain the trust and uh, support from the participants and the people who are that be there. That sounds like sounds like a blast, man. Yeah, yeah. Those it's, guys are really gonna appreciate that, man. I know what it's like being stuck on the ambulance. So does Josh. Yeah, and like like you said, having somebody there that um that they can relate to and talk to, and then realize that hey, you know, this person is because like, you know, people don't, you know, they don't want to go seek help too. Cause it's like, I don't want to talk to someone who's, you know, looking down at me or can't really understand where I'm coming from or it's trying to fix me. But like, if you can establish that friendship and relationship, it'd be like, Hey, you know, this is a normal person and it's not some kind of, you know, I'm not being evaluated or looked down upon for anything. You know, I think that's, that's a big help. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, the guy who's the, uh, naturalist and survivalist that is going to be working with us. He's worked out, worked a lot with um, deployed um, special operations forces that have, he's helped work through a program that where the special ops guys, when they come home, they pretty much really don't even know their family because they've been deployed so much. So it's a family group that gets together and they do stuff like with the kids. And, you know, it's like they really don't know the kids because they've been so gone so much. They bring them back and they do door stuff, you know, like the repelling and all that stuff all together. And um, he said, you know, they tried all kinds of different things where they had the mental health people come in there and the mental health, you know, the first one they had, the people went in there and they had to fill out stuff, you know, just like the the regular mental health checkoff list. Do you feel like you're hurting yourself? Do you feel like hurting yourself? Do you feel like, you know, and all of a sudden everyone shut down, you know, you know, because... They went there, you know, to 
trying to fix themselves. And the first thing they want to know is, you know, how they feel, you know, mentally. And um, they didn't go there, you know, for, you know, a, a therapy session or a session. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really cool. And I know that we've, uh, we've talked about hopefully maybe coming out there um, to visit you and um, nothing can run without the people behind it. And, you know, the people that are volunteering and helping. Um, can you talk a little bit about, you know, the people that you have, you know, helping you out or volunteering and, you know, what they do and. Sure. Um, we have, uh, I have directors. Um, some my directors, they, they've been long time friends and uh, they're heavily involved in the outdoors and they just have a passion for helping veterans and first responders. Um, then I have staff members who, most of my staff members are actually either veterans or first responders because after seeing how much it helped them to be down there, they want to be able to bring other people and help them too. Uh, so, and that's what I, I learned, you know, when I was over there at the Kentucky Wounded Heroes too, almost all of the better, all the uh, staff members were all veterans and disabled vets or first responders um, because it seems like the biggest support that you get are people who've already been through it. And um, I mean, there's plenty of people, you know, civilians that are there for the support too, but it seems like the people that have each other's back the most are the veterans and, and uh, first responders, you know, helping each other. It's always good and more comfortable to uh, be around people that kind of know where you're coming from. Um, and that's one of the problems that first responders and, and veterans had to, reaching out to somebody is because they don't they don't know what's going on you know they don't, they don't know what we've been through they don't know what we've seen and uh so having those people in that is is a huge help i'm sure yeah it it definitely helps um having people that get it and um i think that's what's helped camp hero grow and being as successful as it is right now is the reason i started this is because of my own issues and what i've experienced and um, my line of duty injury was actually um, featured on the TV show Body Camp on Investigation Discovery um, on uh, season one, episode eight. And uh, when they reached out to me, this was already after I was retired. And for the show, I said, well, I want to be able to talk about what happened to me after I got hurt and um, what it did to me. And um, they said, that's fine. So they interviewed me and my wife, and I got to explain how... I felt like I lost my identity, um, how it made me feel. And I I still get people, like when they, they play the reruns, I, I get people today that reach out to me and um, through Facebook and social media, they look me up and they, they'll be like, I felt the exact same way. I didn't know. I thought I was the only person that felt like that. You know, thanks for putting it out there. Because there's a lot of people, they don't want to talk about it. And I made it a point to talk about how I felt. And I'm, you know, I'm not ashamed to say that, you know, I was at a dark place where I was suicidal. And I'm not ashamed to say that I was, you know, I was at the weakest part of my life. Um, and that, being able to put that out there, that helps a lot of other people come out and uh, realize that they're not alone. And I think that's the biggest thing is when people um, end up having the mental health issues, they feel like they're alone and they're the only person dealing with that. And I try to make it a point when I'm talking and to other people that have been through it or when I'm hosting them or when they're there, let them know they're not alone. Be like, I, I felt the same way. You know, we're all fighting the same fight. We're individual. We got our own fights, but we're all, we're all, feel, you know, fighting together. 
so um, it's helped out a lot of other people let them know you know that they're not alone and that uh, there's a lot of other people that go through the same thing yeah. go ahead so I, I know you uh you touched on the event that you guys are having at the end of the month but um anybody that's uh watching or listening how can they reach out to you guys to uh to be a part of that if not coming down there but help you know with the uh, donations sure uh, you can go to our website at camphero.ky.org and uh, there's an area where you can donate on there uh, there's also places on there where um, if you we i think we only have about 20 tickets left out of 400 so it, it, there's still some tickets available if you think you want to make it there it's in lexington kentucky it's called the 2021 american heroes bourbon and barbecue bash uh, we'll have all-you-can-eat bourbon, uh, open bar, beer, wine, soft drinks, and Whiskey and Whitetails is doing a uh, smoked uh, bourbon old-fashioned for mm-hmm. the, and that's, and then uh, we're also going to have a bunch of stuff for auction and stuff there too. All right. That's awesome, man. Um, I know you guys have some apparel on the website too, so you got some nice hats and shirts and everything that people can uh, um, go on there and shop and and uh to support you guys just showing it off and the donations go to a good cause yep and uh like i said we're uh, you can look us up on guide star um it shows all of our financials and stuff on there uh, like i said we're all volunteer 501c3 there's no paid people um that's you know that's one thing i learned from the kentucky wounded heroes thing that where they there's other good organizations out there uh that do good things for veterans and stuff. But you know, we learned about you know some nonprofits and their funding and stuff. I, I did a lot of research, and you know some of these big you know nonprofits that get a lot of publicity and a lot of money, you know less than ten percent of their funding actually goes to the programs. And uh, but you know a hundred percent of what we have is going to go either to the programs or you know, to the support stuff to support our programs, you know, and uh, that's, and that, you know, I, of course I, I could take a salary or something if I wanted to, but that's not what it's about. Um, I, I love to serve. It's actually healing therapeutic for me to see other people smile, make memories and have a good time. And uh, that's payment enough for me. That's awesome, man. Well, that's, that's stuff that uh everybody even even somebody that has nothing to do with you know first responders it's it's a it's a noble cause and and uh you're doing it the right way man so i'm sure i'm sure we'll get a lot of people uh donating off of that really yeah now, do you get a chance to yeah i know, appreciate it and uh i look forward to having you guys out sometime oh yeah, oh, yeah. man we can't wait anthony's uh he hunts sometimes i'm busy man I... no it's not as busy just <laughs> He sucks. <laughs> he went bear hunting last year. Oh, God. Hey, I shot a bear. No, he didn't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I definitely shot that bear. Can't find it. Yeah, whatever. No, I mean, I'm, I I love the outdoors. and I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a big... Well, I'm a big-time hunter, but like I don't get to go out as much as I'd I'd want to. Oh yeah, okay. You get to say it, but I can't. <laughs> well, I mean, and I, I was I was raised, you know, outdoors and and all year, all, like summertime. That's all we did was we went out camping and fishing and and I mean that's it's we don't have enough time because we're like we're parents. We're you know we got a bunch of jobs that we're doing. It'd be nice to get away 
get back out there and do you get a do you get a chance to go out hunting out there and you know and actually enjoy your property on a regular basis or is it just a little bit here a little bit there it's it's a little bit here a little bit there i try to get on as much as i can but i concentrate on um like all the deer season prep and uh scouting and all that i i, I really want to make sure it's a it's the best experience for others as possible because i can go down there pretty much whenever i want so mm-hmm. you know, if i can make sure it's a great experience for the people that i host down there then you know that's more important you know i, I was before I, I started doing this, I was, you know, big into hunting, you know, opening day for everything, you know, I, I, I love being out there and I look forward to it all. But after being able to host people and, you know, do all the work to see someone else harvest a deer, I mean, that's, that's better than me harvesting it, you know, because it's just as rewarding to see someone else get that memory and harvest that animal and, uh, you know, and that the whole plan worked out, you know, for that to work. Mm-hmm. Now, do you, when it comes to the hunting side, do you have any other uh, anything other than deer that you hunt out there? Yeah, um, deer, uh, turkeys out there. Uh, there's tons of squirrels. We haven't had a squirrel hunt out there yet. Um, but uh, I think I started duck hunting, uh, waterfowl hunting, a couple years ago. And now that's, that's going to be my new addiction. Oh, uh, that's an I'm expensive that addiction. There's oh, a man. there's a there's a pond. Yeah, there's a pond that's back behind my house here in Lexington, and I live in a neighborhood. But there's like I think it was like a 300 acre farm, mostly beans out there. And there's a pond out there. And uh year before last, you know, I noticed there's people duck hunting out there. So I walked back there and I was talking to the guy and he'd been hunting there since before the neighborhood was here. And uh, yeah, I told him, you know, a little bit about me. Well, finally last year, I got the invite to where I could start hunting out there with him, which it helped them because I could scout the pond from, looking out my back window see if there's ducks on it or not <laughs> uh, so I, just you know, i go out there and, and we just we waylaid on on the ducks out there in this pond and of course the neighbors always call the police on us and everything else but because they get woke up with you know shotgun blasts in the morning but it, it's, it's a good time you know we we killed i think six different species of ducks out of there oh wow. man that's that's not that's not a bad spot yeah we do we have a well we have duck hunting out here but it's if you don't have a private spot, the public spots, it's it's almost yeah. not even worth it. Like the and money you that you get put it in on a lottery to get the the public, I mean the state blinds. Not all of them, but I mean it's just it's it's nothing like you know. Uh, where's um, I'm drawing a blank. Anywhere where there's a lot of ducks, it's <laughs> by the water. <laughs> no, it's just it's the money that you put in uh, uh, getting a boat, getting a blind, getting decoys, yeah. gun, ammo, and all that, and then you'll go out and like you know public spot, and you'll be lucky if you come back with three or four. It's like oh, <laughs> and big duck hunter. <laughs> yeah, look at me and my three buffalo heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it also it's I yeah. I love I love the a, duck hunting. One day last year. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, there was one day last year, there was four of us, and we limited it out in two hours. And, uh, yeah, that's, there, it feels I, I like that. On my, on my, on my, my Instagram, and, and we're all in layout blinds, and uh, we didn't even have a dog, you know, we had to wait out there and get it, or wait for the wind up against the other bank, but, uh, and, uh, and we just, we waylaid them, I mean, they just drop it right in our lap. <laughs> yeah. All right, so when are we coming, when are we coming out with <laughs> 
No, it's Duck Hunting. <laughs> that's that's a, he he just got the end. We got to give him a couple of years right, yeah, to yeah, build that yeah. relationship. I'm sorry, this delay between us. That's yeah. why it's like we're cutting each other. I know off. We, we we did really good at first. <laughs> now now we're just fucking it up. <laughs> so what's what's something new or what's the next step for uh, Camp Hero that you see it going? You know, in the next couple of years, or where would you like to see it go? Um, what what I want to do is uh, we've had a couple like Camp Hero road trip kind of deals um, where I've taken veterans down to Florida to Osceola hunt, taking them down to um, hog hunt and stuff like that. I want to start doing a lot more of that too, um, being able to, and I've been able to link up with other nonprofits throughout the country to where I can take, I'll be able to take people, say, um, there's a nonprofit in Arizona that has elk hunts and buffalo hunts and stuff like that. And where I can take people out there, um, I have to be able to take people out to Alaska and uh, just, and I've actually uh, connected with a, an outfitter in South Africa, which I'd love to be able to take um, some veterans first responders on a safari hunt too. That's like the hunt of a lifetime I hear is a African hunt. I really want to do a helicopter hunt for wild boar. That's what I want to do. Oh yeah. That's, that's definitely a thing. Helicopter hog hunt for sure. Yeah. He can't even hit a bear. <laughs> <laughs> so if, um, is, is the website the best way for someone to reach out to you to, um, not, you know, not someone that's looking to maybe help or someone that's looking to, um, take advantage of, you know, your organization and stuff like that. Um, you can reach out on, on the website or, um, also we're on Facebook under Cam Hero Kentucky and, uh, under, Instagram also on Camp Hero, Kentucky. You can reach out to me on there. Uh, my email address is rocco at camphero.ky.org. You can email me too. Um, I'm always checking my email. And uh, yeah, I'd love to, if anyone thinks that they could benefit from Camp Hero or wants to help or, um, you know, find a way where they can, you know, either volunteer or donate, um, I'd be more than happy to talk to them. Alrighty. Well, I appreciate you uh, sitting down with us and, uh, giving us a low down on camp hero and um like i said you know we we really want to get a chance to come out there and um you know see what it's all about and not you know give you a hand too <laughs> you know give give back but you know we really appreciate you taking your time out yeah let us know if there's anything that we can oh, do thanks for, for having me yeah, if you're looking for anything, okay i appreciate it guys yeah, yeah thanks for having me all righty man we'll talk to you right. later take it easy rocco all right thank you see you I like Rocco. Yeah, Rocco's a good guy, man. So uh, we met them uh, at the hotel. He had a, a uh, oh yeah, his truck. Yeah, badass truck. Yeah, and uh, got to hang out with him and a bunch of other cool people. Like um, we met uh, uh, who else did we meet? We met Scott. Uh, Scott actually hopped on the podcast for a minute. Yeah, while he I was, think uh, he's uh, he might be one of our next guests yeah, coming up. Yep. So we're we're excited to have him on. Um, and then uh, we're sending him out a bunch of stuff because he does a lot of reviews. Anybody that's been following Drop It Like It's Scott on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook, he uh, does a lot of firearms reviews. And um, we're going to be sending him out some some stuff to do some cool reviews. So mm-hmm. excited about that. Uh, he'll probably get that out. He probably won't get the review done before uh, we get him on. But um, we're, uh, we're excited to have him on the podcast again. Again, if anybody's uh, looking to donate or get involved with Camp Hero, um, check them out. The website, uh, it's going to be camphero.ky.org or on their uh, social media. Um, and like I said, it's nice because our 
our paths are crossing again with with Rocco yeah. and um he's a good it, he's good people you know we've been we've been wanting to reach out to a lot more people that we met down there but just with time wise but now you know making the time and I think he was uh he was the top of our list because uh yeah he was one of the right. coolest yeah <laughs> uh we still gotta get Patrick on uh no, yeah. he's busy he's <laughs> the busiest yeah um, Patrick's the uh president of uh One Life Sucks he's is... the one that got that uh that nice deer last week yeah I know man that thing was big yeah, it's nice yeah. the first time we've ever had a repeat but he wasn't a really he was just yeah. a, he just popped in for a couple minutes to to talk about stuff on the last one but he's a one, more official this one is going to be official we're gonna break everything down, and uh, it'll be it'll be a good time. As you guys can tell, I mean, all our schedules are super busy. So when we have these guests on that are from other places, we we kind of have to do the live podcast whenever uh, you know whenever it fits their schedule and whenever it fits ours. So yeah, so our, well. <laughs> we <laughs> don't have a set one time. In the afternoon and and instead of uh, our next one might be midnight. No? Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, we don't knows? get anybody that is on the opposite side of the country in a different. Time zone. Well, we did it we did the new year's eve one that was fun yeah, yeah. That, was, that was that was kind of cool yeah maybe we'll do another new year's eve one this year but uh thanks everybody for joining us and uh you know check us out on instagram youtube uh we're gonna be having some giveaways coming up uh so make sure you stay tuned and enjoy hey. the rest of your day don't forget to hit subscribe on youtube on everything on everything screw it all right we're out see y'all you guys